Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, DJ Shardangerous. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we are back with another episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. Planet. Um, we have a lot. Mm, we have a lot of stuff to cover this week. A good portion of it is sports news because it is March Madness. And there's been some crazy stuff going on. Yeah, that's right. We got a little bit on, I know for our news, we got a little bit of an update on R. Kelly about his whole Saudi Arabia gig thing he was talking about. Mm -hmm. A little bit on our Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, Metallica, and a little bit on our Fire Festival. Ooh, Fire Fest is back in the mix. Okay. (laughs) And then uh, we've also got, like I said, some sports news. Uh, James Harden had a great game this week. Uh, Gronk, there's some news coming from him. There's also... Uh, just a quick story about the Hornets and uh, that Duke game. Mm-hmm. So, um, but first, let's start off with how's your week? You know, my week's been pretty good. I finally have moved out of my boxes. I'm fully moved into my house. Um, we got a couple boxes, but they're put away so nobody can see them. Uh, my living room's put together. Like my room's put together. The kitchen's put together. Everything's put together. So you know, finally, I have a little home, and it's really nice. You know, little two bed, two bath. So. I always like to. I always like to say I like to have one bathroom per bed, so it's enjoy. I like it. It's nice. So it's enjoyable to you. Yeah, it's quite. Uh, it's quite nice. It's a little quaint little house. It's got a big old backyard. So uh, the only thing that sucks about that is that I have to mow my yard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, I need to get a lawnmower now. So it's starting to. You know, April showers bring those Mayflowers. So I know I'm gonna have to start mowing a lot coming up. So. What about you, Charday? How's your week been? Well, I was going to say earlier we were talking about um, how, like, how I'm kind of weird about, like, renting a house or anything. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just discovered that that's, like, a whole new level of responsibility. Because once you become, like, a homeowner, you have to do all of these things. And, yeah. like, you have to, like, mow your yard. And, like, yeah. you know? Whereas I just live in an apartment. I don't have to do anything but make sure I don't get any stains or on the walls or rugs. So Yeah, but at the same... Well, see, I have my... Uh, my floor is treated concrete, so I don't got to worry about that. Because you could literally drop motor oil on that, and it'll still be okay. So, all right, <laughs> you got the good in the stick. But then you're like for pets and stuff, you know, got a yard, you yeah. just let them out and they go. See, I don't know. I'm thinking about it now. We might look into some houses. See, I mean, I'm paying. Uh, I'm paying my buddies like thirty dollars every two weeks to come mow it, and just they'll mow it and pick up the leaves and stuff. So. Yeah, I. You know what I am. I'm gonna look into maybe us renting a house. We we'll get a two bedroom yeah. house. I think that'll work. I mean, to me, okay. So I like houses more than apartments because uh, one, you don't have to worry about like other people. You know, like yeah, you don't have to worry about your uh, noisy, noisy upstairs neighbors. Honestly, I guess. that's a big problem. That or I you don't right have now. to worry about being that noisy one. Um, okay, yeah. Like I said, you got that yard. I, the only thing that like a lot of them, they already have like utilities built in or they'll be yeah. pre-furnished while that's houses the convenient. Is like... that's another thing like i don't really think i want to buy furniture and stuff right now especially because when i move i know i'm probably not gonna yeah. move like i'm gonna move again yeah. in a couple of years see at least like i moved so i moved into the house like i don't have that much stuff um but my roommate did so she was able to like fill up the house with everything that i didn't have so it's really nice she'd like um i bought a couch she had the she had a chair um I have the TV, but she has a a, a uh, entertainment c- c- or entertainment center. Boom, that's what I'm thinking about, and I, I mean, it just works out. Like everything that I don't have, she seems to have. Everything she doesn't have, I seem to have. So it's oh, 
Yeah, that seems to work pretty well. Um, you asked me how my week was. <laughs> uh, this week is probably a lot better um, than last week. Last week I was just kind of going through it. Um, I'm starting to get stressed. I think it. I've been stressed. I am stressed. I think it's it's starting to finally get to that point um, where I, you know, like I have a month and a half now until graduation. I have so much stuff to do. I haven't even ordered my invitations. I haven't taken my senior pictures yet. I haven't sent out my graduation announcements. I like know, I haven't even gotten an invitation yet. I'm. Like, what's I, have, up? I haven't sent them. Like I have so much stuff to do, and it's like, and then I'm working like crazy, and so. I don't know. Last week was, like, really, really stressful. I had to take, like, a mental day or two just to mm. figure some stuff out. I'm feeling better now. Um, this week kind of stinks. But I get to go home for the whole weekend for the first time in, like, three months. And so I'm really excited about that. Heck, yeah. Let's so, see your mom. And... Yeah, I get to spend the weekend with my mom. And I might actually just end up coming back on Monday morning because... Why not? I can do that. I can do what I want. <laughs> well, you don't live that too far away. It's about, what, two hours away? Yeah, it's about two hours. Yeah. So, I mean, I got plenty of uh, time. That's definitely doable. <laughs> Me, I got to go home. It's like five hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I were to make it in time for class, I'd have to leave at like uh, three, four. <laughs> yeah, see, that's the thing. It's not like super um, out of the way or anything. Like, yeah. I, you know, I'll be fine. Um, song of the week. You got one? I sure do. And I think this is going to go off of, um, well, I listened to, uh, I watched um, Bohemian Rhapsody uh, and uh, Stars Born and The Greatest Showman. So I've been listening to a lot of musicals, but Bohemian Rhapsody has got this song stuck in my head. And it doesn't help that I found my mom's uh, CD uh, CD roll that has all her CDs, that has the Queen's Greatest Hits. So I'm going to have to go with... Uh, don't stop me now by Queen because it's just it's just such a good song. So let's go ahead and take a listen to it. Do you know that I still haven't seen the movie? Oh my god! I know. I, I, I know I'm not going to say I'm disappointed, but I'm disappointed. You know what I mean? Yeah. You sound like my mom. I just, I mean, I think Queen is just like a timeless classic. Um, a lot of their songs, like, which, okay, actually, one thing that really makes me mad is, um, like I said, I have the Queen's Greatest Hits album. Yeah. And you know what song's not on it? What song? Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Which makes zero sense to me. Hmm. Well, okay, so when Bohemian Rhapsody came out, everybody hated the song. Like, oh, all the critics true. were like, mm-mm. They were, yeah, they were like, this isn't going to get played on the radio. Well, they were like, uh, it has to be like three-minute song is what's normal for radio, and it's like seven and a half minutes. And they're like, it's yeah, nobody knows what you're talking about. It's all nonsense. It's just silly. So, for some reason, that one didn't make the tracks, even though it proved that it's one of the most famous, it's one of the fan favorites. So, it's just... Yeah. 
That's one thing that kind of irritates me. I have to take that out and I have to go to a separate album just to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. But I guess it's better than um, I Love My Car, so which was supposed to be uh, was supposed to be the song that they ended up playing on the uh, for that record on air instead of Bohemian Rhapsody. So, well, I like I just like the message behind it. You know, it's kind of like you can do it. Like you know, what? if you set your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah, Can't, don't stop me now. <laughs> exactly, because I'm having a good time. Exactly. So, what about you, Charday? What's going to be your song of the week? Okay, well, you know me. I listen to a lot of different stuff. Uh, this week, this song is kind of, um, I don't know when. It came out a couple of months ago. Um, but it's like, I like the message behind it. Um, so it's called It's Not You, It's Me by B. Miller and Six Lack. Um, I don't care if his name is supposed to be pronounced like that really, really dark color. It's Six Lack. Um, but, yeah, it's called It's You, Not Me. Um, hold on, just take a listen to the chorus and then I'll explain a little bit. So basically, the whole like kind of basis of the song is like getting out of a relationship and like, you know, like there's always someone who's like, there's always someone who feels like they're going to blame the other person. And it's like, you know, the stereotypical, Mm -hmm. it's not you, it's me. And so basically she's saying, yeah, it's not you, it's me because I'm breaking up with you to be, you know. Break up with your boyfriend, I'm bored. Break up with you because I we're not in a healthy relationship and I'm not in a healthy place with myself. Yeah. I'm the only one I need, basically. I don't know. I don't know. I like the, it's a positive message. Good, like, self-empowerment. Like, you got this kind of deal. Like, you don't need them. Yeah, she's like, I don't want you blaming yourself. It's bad for your health because, honestly, it's not you, it's me. I'm the only one I need. So, I don't know. I think it's cool. Independent woman that don't need no man. Strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Thank you. But, you know, it's nice to have her in for a while. That's what you want. (laughs) But, you know, that's just me. Um... So, where are we starting today? Can we start with, or mm, do you want to start with him? I mean, we might as well get it out of the way. Okay. We <laughs> both have stories about him. Um, I think it's probably the same story. Mine's really long, though. Yeah, so. no, yours goes, like, really into detail on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll comment, then, there where you, you... Well, you can add, add yeah. too. So, uh... We got a word from Dubai that it denies that there were any plans for R. Kelly's concerts. So uh, Dubai's government on Sunday forcefully denied a claim by R. Kelly that the artist had planned concerts in uh, the Sheikdom after he had sought permission from the Illinois judge to travel there despite facing sexual abuse charges. In a rare statement, the government's Dubai media office also denied claims by his lawyer in court that Kelly had plans to meet the Sheikdom's ruling Al-Maktoum family. Authorities in Dubai have not received any requests for a performance by singer R. Kelly, nor are there any venues that would have been booked, the statement said. It's also added that Kelly has not been invited by the Dubai royal family for a performance either. In an email to the Associated Press, Kelly's lawyer Stephen A. Greenberg responded saying, Mr. Kelly had signed contract with a legitimate promoter and any information that was included in the motion to travel was from that contract. 
We did not say he was invited by the royal family, but the contract did provide that he would make himself available to meet them. Kelly was charged on February 22nd with 10 counts of aggravated sexual abuse for allegedly assaulting three girls and one adult woman. Coming after the release of the documentary series Surviving R. Kelly, he had been denied ever abusing anyone, and in court filing last week, Greenberg had said that the singer needed to raise money as he had struggled of late to pay his child support and other child-related expenses. Before he was arrested, Mr. Kelly had signed a contract to perform between three to five shows in Dubai, UAE, in April 2019. The court's filing read that he requests permission to travel to, for the Dubai shows while there while then he was there, he was supposed to meet with the royal family. The filing did not elaborate on where Kelly was allegedly supposed to perform. There was no immediately publicized event for which Kelly was known to, to be for a, as a performer, nor did anybody in the entertainment industry hear about one. So, like I had said, <laughs> what we were talking about last week, like I had said, I thought it was BS. Yeah. There's no way. He was just <clears throat> trying. He was just going to run. Yeah, hundred percent. And and what did we say last week? You can't ask a, a judge who claims that you're a flight risk, who you, takes your passport so that you can't leave. You can't ask him if he can give you your passport back so that you can leave. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah, basically, I mean, our stories are the same, basically. But um, he's dumb. Oh, yeah, what it comes down to, one hundred percent. He, I honestly believe that he's going to try and um, keep getting away with this. I know we've talked about Law and Order and like how you know some people don't innocent until proven guilty. I certainly believe that. I believe that he was proven guilty, not in a court of law, but just in a court of opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I, there, yeah, he I, needs to rot. Honestly, I hundred percent believe, like. <laughs> I believe he is guilty 100%. Like, I, every every claim against him has been proven. Exactly. And so that's the thing. It's like Or settled why, outside of court. And you know what settled outside of court means. They paid him paid off. off. Yeah. Exactly. So um, this is really just him not wanting to be a grown man um, and be responsible for his own actions. Oh, yeah. No, he's 100% trying to run. He's trying to get out of it. He's like, uh-oh. Like, he thought he could do this forever. I mean, he kept... I mean... In his defense, he did get away with it for, like, who knows, 10 times at least. Yeah. So, in his mind, he thought he could do it. He could just keep going. Luckily, the world is changing. The world of opinions is changing. Yeah. And it's just, finally, it's good to see that it's catching up to him. He's not going to be able to get away with it this time. mm Like I said, if he's having all this issue with money issues, like, I, I think the judge should, like I said, I've said this plenty of times... Take those royalties, strip them of the royalties, and disperse them. But that's just me. I think that would solve the issue about child support. If they got some of the royalties there, all the victims got some royalties, and he got none of it. Well, it's not that he's going to need it anymore. Anyway, he's probably going to get life, well, 25 to life, hopefully. Something like that. Yeah. For 10 cases. Hmm. I think, yeah, that's the thing. I It sucks. The whole issue, because when, I mean, we've talked about it, when Surviving R. Kelly came out, his streams went up significantly. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, like, sucks to, and especially with the Michael Jackson thing happening now, 
it sucks to like be listening to that music and then it's like oh yeah can i even do this like i think that it would be better for everyone involved if um they would just take the royalties mm-hmm. and you know give them to so and so because instead it's like oh okay you know what by streaming this song i'm helping his kids go to school or something like that you know what right. i mean like it just would have a better connotation also because yeah, he doesn't need our money no he doesn't, he doesn't have any <laughs> you don't need true. money in prison exactly well man well speaking of that modernly okay so he's pretty much canceled there's still oh, still a lot going on with the whole Michael Jackson thing, but as of right now, they are still, I believe it's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they're still keeping his exhibits there as of right now, because they're still going through everything, they're still trying to figure out how to, how, how to even go at it, because he is dead, so like, how do you, you know, how, how can you go after a dead guy? Yeah. Because that, I mean... Yeah, yeah, um... And a dead man can't really defend himself. Exactly. So, like, so what can you do? Even if he, even if it were proven true, he, what? That's what, the only he, thing that sucks about yeah. that. So they are still keeping his um, his exhibits for now, as they uh, go through and see things. So he's not canceled yet, but uh, I still think R. Kelly should definitely be hashtag canceled. Oh, one hundred. And 75%. I mean, you know us with our cancel culture. <laughs> and see, this this is the thing about cancel culture. And I've said it before, and I will say it again, and I'll probably say it for the rest of my life. I don't think that we need to go around, like, looking at all these celebrities mm-hmm. and finding out which ones, um, you know, like... S- you said something bad 10 years ago. Yeah, I don't think that we need to go searching for that. But what I do think is, is if you know something like that is out there, then yeah. you need to take care of it. Like, uh-huh. that's just part of, like, creating a brand, being an adult. I will tell you, I am such a, like, I don't know, online, I don't curse. I don't like or retweet anything that has a curse word in it because I'm so, like, for the longest time, like, ever since I've had a Facebook, ever since I, like, when I first made Twitter, Literally, 14-year-old me making Twitter for the first time in high school was like, yeah, I don't want to have any curse words, though, because when I when I get a real job, when I grow up, like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, to me, that's just, like, part of it, like, you know that, like, social media, because of, it's so big now, like, that is one of the first things that a, an employer is going oh, to yeah. look at. See, luckily, I've never really posted anything. I've never tweeted anything yet on my Twitter. And on my Facebook, I, I rarely post. Like, if I post, it's something about my family or something, like, that I feel like is, you know, yeah. pertinent information. Because, I, I mean, I'm a lurker on Facebook. I don't like to post about my life, but I like to see what my friends are doing. I like to keep up with them, make sure they're doing okay. But that's how I use it. I never post nothing. <laughs> I post. Um, I try to post, like, whatever funny stuff. And then, like, I'll, I'll retweet stuff. But I just, like, try to make sure that it's appropriate. Because mm. I have always been just so concerned about, like, things that even, like, when it comes to drinking, I would never drink before the age of 21. Right. Never. But, like, I still think that it's done when people post those pictures on social media. Oh, yeah. Because... I know, like, and I don't know if it's just me being a comm student, me being common sense, or just, like, 
have learned these things and like talk to people who their job is to hire people but like one of the first things they do is they look at your social media and it's probably different for men than it is for women but if they look and see like a woman has like on her instagram if she's got like 20 posts that's mm-hmm. not a lot but if she's got like 20 posts and like three three to five of them are her holding a wine glass they'll be like hmm she may be an alcoholic. We're going to, yeah, like, they will make those assumptions, though. And so, like, it's really, like... A you, glass of wine a day is healthy. Yeah. My well, doctor told me so. But, see, that's the thing is it's, like, our online perceptions are supposed to be the best yeah. of us. And so, like, if that's the best of you, then, you know, so... But like, that could just be her living her best life. It could be, for for sure. And, like, see, that's the thing. That's, like, one of the things that I always worry about. It's, like, you have to kind of, like toe a line so i mean i haven't posted the last thing i posted on like instagram was literally for Kristen's birthday Mm. and that was in january i do know i've i've uh i have denied somebody employment because i saw them they were like 19 or 20 and uh on their social media they were drinking and they had like a beer in their hand i'm like dude you're you're 21 why do you even exactly see underage a lot of people don't think that drunk underage drinking is a big deal but like when they just post about it anyway it's just like dude like it's so casual but it's like really i mean Mm. it's illegal but also like it has certain connotations that come with it oh yeah and like so when a future employer looks at my instagram they're gonna see um some from me when I was gonna three days before I graduated um, high school, and then some from me, college friends, some artsy picture I took once, uh, me meeting up with friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, oh, my ring ceremony with my grandma, my family. Like, see, I think my Instagram has like twenty pictures, <laughs> and half of them are um, from high school UIL one act. I have eighty five posts, but like one, two, three, four, five. So like. 15 of them have been since 2015 so like you know i posted a lot when i was in high school but now not so much i just don't care me neither i was like dude if you want to know what's going on in my life have a conversation with me exactly reach out be like hey man how are you doing like what's on what's going on dude that's the thing and so i don't know i've like kind of i just feel like like cancel culture i hate I hate what it's what it is. Because I hate when they actively go like into archives and search yeah, for things, search because, for problems, just just to. Well, yeah. see, that's and that's the thing. That's how I feel about about it. I'm kind of on the line because it's like you, you're like no one should be actively trying yeah. to ruin someone's career because it's a thing. Like if they've if they've made a comment like that recently, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, well then they different. need to pay for their actions. But you know, if it was a long time ago. The thing is, is it's still there. See, and I always, and I I know I always go to the Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. But that's, I mean, you're actively going like 12 years behind trying yeah. to and see, be like, oh, you pulled this. Oh, you said this 12 years ago, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. And like, see, and, he and with that, well. my opinion on that is yes. Yeah. He handled it well and he apologized and everything. But I'm on the fence, not with him as a person, like, mm. He's so funny. Like, yeah. he's a great actor. Like, I respect him as a person. But that's one of those things that, like, you should have had a team or somebody go back and just yeah, check. Yeah. And so it's like. But I guess they're just thinking that's so, like, long ago. It's so, yeah. I don't know. 
All right. Well, we're going to digress. I'm going to get back into our music news. Um, so I want to talk about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and who is inducting who into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I always wonder how that works. So, I mean, you know, this is a big year for me because um, my favorite my favorite classic rock band and my mother's personal favorite as well, uh, Def Leppard, is finally getting inducted, which is great because I, um, I saw Kiss and Def Leppard live and I saw Def Leppard, they played, they sounded amazing. And then Kiss came out and was like, are you ready to hear a rock and roll Hall of Fame band, and they they sounded like you know not. As I remember good. you sitting talking about that concert, saying that they didn't sound all that great. They looked cool, like their visuals, the effects, everything was cool, but they didn't sound that good. While um, Def Leppard, they didn't really care about their visuals, but they sounded yeah, they put near on a good show. Studio quality. Oh my god, I love, I amazing, love that. amazing, amazing. And uh, my mom, they said. Uh, my mother and my father, they said they've seen them one time. They didn't sound too great, but I think that was the first time they started touring again. Mm-hmm. They, they seen them and they were like, eh. But every time I've seen them, they've rocked my socks off. Rocked your socks <laughs> off. But we're going to have to go in. The uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced the artist who will be making the induction speeches at this year's ceremony in New York on March 29th. So we're going to be, I'm actually, I might actually uh, stream that live, actually. I'm probably going to watch it. Definitely at least the concert that they got going on. And the matches are pretty great. The person inducting you into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is important because the chances are, if you're a if you're a Hall of Famer and you die, lots of the obituaries will quote that speech. On the chipper note, let's look at somebody who's making some of these speeches this year. Uh, Janelle Monet will be inducted on Jeanette Jackson. Trent Reznor. Janet Jackson. Wait, she's getting inducted? Mm-hmm. Wow. And Janelle Monet's going to induct her. Okay, I like that. Uh, Trent Reznor will okay. induct The Cure, okay. which I can see that. I'm into that. Harry Styles will induct what? Stevie Nicks. <laughs> what? For Stevie Nicks, though. What? Yeah. I mean, okay. All right, Harry. <laughs> That's what makes you beautiful. Well, Brian May, who's uh, been out just about every other award ceremony this year, will induct will induct Def Leppard. So, okay. woo. <laughs> and then of course uh, Susanna Hoffs for the Bengals will be inducting the Zombies, which the Zombies, which that definitely wait the I, Cranberries. Mm, uh, no, the Zombies. The, oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, not not zombies by the cranberries. Yeah, that's why I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the zombies. Okay. <laughs> and, oh, okay, I know who the zombies are. And uh, don't forget, Duran Duran, Simon Lee Bon, and John Taylor will be inducting, or will induct Roxy Music. And of course, and this is my favorite, is David Byrne will be inducting Radiohead. And that, okay, and that's important since Radiohead's band name was inspired by the name of a 1986 Talking Heads song, Radiohead. Oh, wow. So that's, that's really... actually pretty dope. Yeah, so that's that's really cool. I like that. I'm very curious to see how that story is going to, or at least with the speeches. Yeah, right? Um, so I'm really excited. We know, uh, okay, so we've got, these are the, okay, so these are the... The music, or I wouldn't really, I don't know how to tell them. What, were, what would, like, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, what would that be considered? Like, a musical biopic? Yeah. Okay, so we know we have Rocket Man for Elton John coming yeah. up. We, um, we have um, Star, oh no. Why, why can't I think of Bowie's now? Is Star Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, find it, find it. <laughs> Well, we got uh, we got David Bowie coming out his um, 
for his musical biopic. And as you find... Are you saying biopic? But. I love that. <laughs> Stardust. Stardust. See, I knew it was star something. Stardust. Um, so we got David Bowie coming out. Well, they just announced it. I don't know if you've seen it because I have. I'm a huge fan of Motley Crue, mm-hmm. um, a.k.a. Motley Lou, if you've ever watched a Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. I like to say Motley Lou a lot. But um, you may have seen the trailer for Dirt. Or for the dirt, a Motley yes. Crue Robert, coming, and it's coming to Netflix this Friday. And whether or not you're excited to see Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee, no, if, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm kind of, eh, I gotta watch it first. We'll see, you'll see. Um, if you're a fan of the crew, then you can look forward to a soundtrack being released on the same day, along with a selection of hits like "Kickstart My Heart," "Doctor Feel Good," "Ride with the Devil," obviously, like all his hits. Um, but they need, what they need to get. Home sweet home, because that's one that is one of the songs I always play when I'm going home. So my mom knows when I'm on the way. But there's that, and then among the uh, among the new songs is a title track featuring a guest rap by Machine Gun Kelly, obviously, and a cover of a Madonna song you may or may not recognize. It's let's say uh, it's an interesting choice, and that whatever the lyrics said, Vince Neil could not sound less innocent. Mm, so, okay. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, like I said, I've had a lot of fun. I've liked, I like watching them. Ever since like Bohemian Rhapsody, it's kind of really turned me on for that genre. I like it. I like those kind of things. So I'm really excited. Like I said, we got Rocket Man for Elton John. We got Stardust for David Bowie. And now we got The Dirt for Motley Crue. And that comes out this Friday. So I'm really excited. Yeah. So I just... Uh, I just like I just like seeing the story behind all the music. I like seeing the story of the bands, how it came together, how it came to be. And yeah. it's just I don't know why to see why you are the way that you are. Exactly, and I'm so I'm pretty excited about that. I you know I'm not super into biopics, but I probably will watch it. Well, I mean, first you got to watch Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay. I know that it's not based on a real story, but I need to watch The Star Is Born too. Yeah, that one. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. Um, it's uh, see, okay, so there's like three Stars Borns, and I've watched them all now oh. because Emily wanted to watch them all, so we watched them all, and it's just kind of funny because they're all kind of similar, uh-huh. but they're not. It's so just hmm. I don't know, it's interesting. Interesting. Now uh, I don't know if anybody out there is any Metallica fans. I know I only have 64 songs of Metallica on my phone, so I'm not much of a fan. Yeah. Um, I've seen them live once, and that was a surprise. And I'm so, I'm blessed to have seen them. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out. They they actually they played at BlizzCon, but nobody they never announced who was going to play. Uh, and I just happened to go to the music hall early because I was like, oh, whatever. And there wasn't really anybody there because again, nobody really knew who was playing. And then all of a sudden, you just you heard the start of um. Enter Sandman, and I was like, "Wait, I know this!" And they drop, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's Metallica!" Yeah, oh man, it was awesome. But uh, so Metallica is collaborating with the San Francisco Symphony, and um, sometimes it twenty nine being feels like it's just a musical mad lib as it is. Uh, today's offering is Metallica joining up with the San Francisco Symphony to celebrate the twentieth anniversary of their nineteen ninety. Nine live album S and M. So the S and M two concert will be held Friday, September sixth, and there will be a, the first show held in the new Chase Center in San Francisco. Uh, so I like this. That's uh, so that's going to have no leaf cover or no leaf cl- cover. 
Um, I know it's going to have Ecstasy of Gold, Master of Puppets. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of all the ones off the top of my head. Man, it's just, it's so, I'm super excited because I like hearing these symphonies, these orchestrals in with like rock and metal. I like to see how they combine. Just like Bohemian Rhapsody, when they made that, they wanted like something opera. They made it rock opera. And like okay. like Rhapsody is it's what they said it was um it's like the greatest poem or something. And it's just I think it's really interesting definitely to be able to be there live in concert and see this orchestra, see the symphony play with that band. Ah oh, man, I all I can say is I hope they at least like stream it or record it or film it or something cuz I would really enjoy to see it cuz I highly doubt that I will be in San Francisco on September 6th during my senior year. My final senior year. <laughs> <laughs> Your final senior year? So, uh, I don't know. That's I'm pretty excited. I don't, I don't know. I don't, are you a Metallica fan? I feel like with classic rock... Um, Which they I, are considered classic rock now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't really say... I'm a classic rock fan. I like classic rock, but it's not like I I listen to Metallica 24/7. But I do like a couple of their songs. I, I like I'll, they're on a classic plot, mm-hmm. classic rock playlist gotcha. that I have. So yeah, it was like uh, my brother was big into it, and then I guess listening to 94.5 The Buzz when I was younger, that alternative rock mm-hmm. for uh, Houston, and it was just like there was always. It was mandatory Metallica, 10 o'clock every night. And it was, I don't know, I just, I guess I just listened to that so much. I just, I've always enjoyed Metallica. So, yeah, that's going on. Uh, September 6th, if you're in San Francisco, they're going to be hosting it at the Chase Center. So I would definitely check that out. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit of our fire news. I know we'd, uh, we've talked about the fire festival a couple times. I know we talked about their documentary series that they have on. They have one both on Netflix and, and on Hulu. Hulu. I haven't had a chance to watch it before you ask me. I have not. Um, I'll they're good. I will. It's good. They're, they're very entertaining is I all I can watch say. I them like back to back. Back to back. I would do the Hulu one first and then watch the Netflix. That's my personal opinion. Um, But so so Lou McFarlane has been away. I believe he's going to be away for like 10 years or something. But to try to. Just in time to have a reunion fire fest. (laughs) Which, not only that, but um, I wasn't that he was trying to put on another festival or some. Why? Oh, because they. I guess they thought they could do it. I don't know. They, oh, they didn't learn the lesson the first time. Duh. Evidently not. But um, to recoup some of the losses that they are going to... Here, actually, I'm going to just read this story. Did you ever watch one of the Fire Festival documentaries? If you did, you probably came away with very little pity for the festival and fraud mastermind Billy McFarlane. But you might have had some empathy for the victims that were scammed by the event. Well, now there's a way to help them get paid back and get yourself an artifact from the notoriously disastrous festival. Manhattan's U.S. Attorney's Office will be auctioning off the festival's official merchandise to help pay back the $26 million debt. Information about the actual items for sale or when the auction will take place hasn't been announced, but a spokesperson for the U.S. Marshals Service said they have an assortment of the real thing, Fire Festival branded t-shirts, sweatpants, sweatshirts, hats, 
wristbands, and medallions. So basically everything that they were supposed to have at the festival that never made it to the festival is what they're going to be auctioning off. And I'm going to be honest. No. I might I might get something because no. that's just funny. It's just funny. The, okay, but here's a, this is this is to help all the vendors and everybody. This isn't to help Billy. This is to help all the people that lost all, a lot of money. Okay, I'm into that. How much is this going to cost you, though? Because it's literally going to be like, I swear to you, it's going to be $35 for a T-shirt. It's auction. I mean, it's auction. So I'm assuming that they have like, I don't know. All right, we got 20,000 T-shirts. Who wants to? Honestly, I could go get a shirt from Walmart right now, put the letters F-Y-R-E on it, and then people would be like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, yeah, probably. But here's the thing. Like, you got to watch these documentaries. and you get it. Then you can like. Am I going to feel bad for all these models? And no, no, not the models. I'm talking about like the and... people that worked on the costumes, built the sets, did all this, did all that, and never got paid. Yeah. Those people. And that's what this is going to help. So I'm definitely about it. Um, depending on what it looks like, I might get it just f- as like a joke, if nothing else. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't really wear hats. I don't really wear wrist, wristbands. I would probably get a hat. I wear hats. I'd probably get a hat. I might get just like a sweatpants though. You might I get could, a sweatpants. Yeah, mm-hmm. I might. I might get a. I might get sweatpants by a childish Gambino. You know. So we'll see. Yeah, you got some silverware, but really, are you eating though? <sighs> Am I eating though? Are you eating though? Man. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner for beginners. See, but the difference is I do care about my family name. Um, so I might get some sweatpants, might get a T-shirt. We'll see. Uh, it all depends on prices, I guess. And like I said, um, nothing really about when it's going to be, but they just announced that they're going to be having it. So, you know, if you're looking at getting a little little f- something about for the fire Fest, I know I'm going to get it as a joke and kind of being serious at the same time. Just yeah. because I think it's funny. Like, it was just such a total, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know the word you want to say, but can't. <laughs> it's just um, funny. Yeah. I think I would. I, I, You know, honestly, I probably would. I'd end up doing it just because I thought it was stupid. Exactly. See, I know if I was at, if I did go to that fire festival, I, I'd have, I would have had a good time. I would have thought it was hilarious. I'd have been yeah, like, right? okay. <laughs> I obviously would have only had, like, general admission. I wouldn't have paid a ton of money to get there. Absolutely. And then I would have just had fun. I would have been like, screw it, whatever. I'm just going to go off on the beach and do my own thing. Yeah, I'm just going to go chill on the beach. See you guys later. Yeah, later. Later, skater. See you later, boys. Just get out. I don't know. He was a skater boy, said, see you later, boy. (laughs) Okay. But, so, I mean, that's going to wrap up all of my music news for today. Um... (laughs) <laughs> we have about 15 minutes for sports, and we are going to take up about 15 minutes for All sports. All right, let's get into I our only, sports. I only brought in two sports, but I have way more than that. Um, the first one, though, let's start with let's start with March Madness because you know what time it is. Hey, um, yeah, when does the uh, basketball, when does the championship start? Like, when's, when does that whole thing start? I'm going to pretend like you don't have a schedule in front of you. <laughs> So the NCAA 2019 D1. Okay, this is we did a men's bracket, but maybe next week we should do a women's bracket. Yeah, because it's gonna be going on for a couple yeah. Let's weeks. give some love to our women out there. Absolutely, we'll do a women's bracket and then we'll present that bracket next week. Um, but so okay, I guess all we're gonna be doing is the is this is this the lead eight the, or is this sweet? The, 16? We're at the sweet sixteen at this okay, point. Okay, so. Um, We've went ahead and we didn't make a bracket bracket. Um, we just kind of just went from the Sweet 16 on. 
Uh, if you didn't know, now you know. I'm a Duke fan. I've been a Duke fan since I was a little kid. Uh, my, dad actually, my dad is actually from North Carolina, so he's a UNC fan, and he always hated Duke, so I started liking Duke. Um, and so now I just, like, it's it stayed with me. I'm still a Duke fan. I almost wore my shirt today, actually, but I didn't. Um, but so, for me, I've got Duke going all the way. I watched them play uh, UCF yesterday. Wait, didn't, didn't they lose? <laughs> almost. It was so close. Literally, dude. I showed Jared the last two minutes of the game earlier. It was nuts. The last, like, literally, like, five seconds were crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we well, pulled out a just the last two seconds of them just batting it around in the room. Yeah, Zion. And then at the end, he, Zion smacked <laughs> that ball, and he said, no, get it away. So, no, no, no. Ah, dude, my Matumbo jersey, I think it should be in next week. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're getting that. You're getting the, um, the that, Rambo one, right? The city audition in so, um, So, for me, I have a... Uh, if you didn't know, it's a Sweet 16 now, so um, Duke plays Virginia Tech on the 29th. Um, LSU plays Michigan State on the 29th. Um, Gonzaga plays Florida State on the 28th. Tech plays Michigan, which I don't like Michigan. Ooh, they're playing in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's, I used to live near Anaheim. Really? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, let's see. And then it's going to be Houston and Kentucky. UNC and Auburn, Purdue and Tennessee, and then Virginia and Oregon. So, who do you got? Um, who's your Elite Eight? Okay, so my my Elite Eight is, well, I'm going to just go, um, I'm not a huge NCAA basketball fan. I don't know a ton about it. However, I do know I always bet on Duke. Yeah, yeah. Because they'll always make it to at least the lead eight, if nothing else. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, if if you didn't know much about football, who are you going to put your money on? Mm-hmm. Maybe not after this season. Maybe not this season, but, like, the past couple seasons, you're probably going to put it on the Patriots because they're at least going to make it to the playoffs, you know? Um, I have a story about the Patriots later on as well. So. Mm. <laughs> um. But I have uh, Duke beating up Michigan. Duke going all the way. And winning. Uh, okay. I got Tech beating Gonzaga because them Texas boys. Uh, and then, of course, Tech's going to lose to Duke. Um, I have Virginia beating Oregon. And then I have Purdue mm. beating Tennessee. But, okay. But I think uh, Virginia's going to beat Purdue. And now we got to go down to our Midwest. We got um, North Carolina going against Houston. Houston's going to bring it. Houston's going to bring – we got that H at the bottom of the map. It's going to make it all the way. It's going to be See. Virginia. And it's going to be Duke versus Houston. And maybe Houston will win, but I'm leaning towards Duke. So that's- 100% wrong. <laughs> so, our, yeah, our, black, our brackets are completely different. I've got Duke beating Virginia Tech for sure. Um, I've got LSU beating Michigan State. I don't like Michigan State. I do mm. not. That's the Spartans. That's – I I just feel bad like 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 I don't like Baylor athletics anymore, mm. and it's because of their football team, you know all yeah, the allegations yeah. and stuff. And I feel bad, but like it's just I just have an aversion to Baylor now. It's kind of the same thing with Michigan with the whole Larry Nasser thing. It's like mm, I can't right, um, but I do like the Wolverines, and part of that is because they're a Jordan team. Um, but so yeah, I've got um, Florida State beating Gonzaga. I've got Michigan beating Tech, and then I've got Michigan beating Florida State. I've got Duke beating Michigan, though. And then to go to the South and the Midwest, I've got I've got Oregon over Virginia. I watched Oregon play this weekend. They 
so um, they played uh, UC Irvine, and it, at one point UC Irvine was up. I think they were up like three points, and this was in the last half. I think there was like five minutes left. The end, the like ending score mm-hmm. ended up being like. Mm, I don't remember honestly. Well, but I know it was like, oh wait, you know, hold on, it's right here. The thing is with um, Oregon, they're twenty three and twelve compared to Virginia's twenty nine and three. Yeah, but and and see, I think we talked about this earlier. But Oregon, they're like the Pac twelve is hard, hard, hard. Why do you so, think it's just like I guess kind of like in um, NFL, like Texans are in a very easy yeah. <laughs> division. They uh, they always yeah. make the playoffs, even though they don't do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, versus, like, we have to go through... I mean, the Giants weren't anything this year, but, mm. like, we got to go through the Eagles and then um, the Redskins, and sometimes they play well. Sometimes, Most yeah. of the times they don't. Sometimes they do And well. sometimes the Cowboys play well. Yeah. All I'm saying is number 82 is back. But so then, um, yeah, I got Oregon beating um, Virginia, but then and then I got Tennessee beating Purdue, um, UNC beating Auburn, Kentucky beating Houston. That's for mom. That's where my mom's from. And then, so it's like mom versus dad, like UNC versus Kentucky. And I got UNC just because I want to see a Duke-UNC game. I'd, I'd be I'd be chill with a Duke-Kentucky game, too. But I want to see a Duke-UNC game. And then I got Duke winning, of I course. I mean, that's cool and all, but it's going to be Duke-Houston. So Okay, and then, you know, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, Houston's going to win. We're going we're gonna to make an off-air bet on these on this game. If, if it comes down to Duke-Houston. Oh, yeah, if Duke-Houston's a, is... The last two, yeah, I'm, I'll put. I'm. Betting. We're gonna put a little bit of money I'll on, bet it. on it. I don't care. I mean, um, we would never. I represent my. Gambling is. Um, well, it's not illegal. That much. It's it's legal when you do it through the computer on an actual okay, site. So, okay, yeah, we'll do it through the computer for sure. Be legal. Um, Houston, yep. right? The Rockets. We have to talk about James Harden. He went. Off, yeah, I think he scored at least what three baskets. I asked him earlier. I said, Jared, how many baskets? Like, how many points do you think James Harden scored a couple days ago?" And he said, "At least five." <laughs> I'm sorry, I had a hiccup. I said, "At least five. and or he said, "At least five. And I was like, "And I was like, "No, I'm gonna make you legitimately guess." He says, "Okay, well, like five points." No, look. I do not suffer from overconfidence, okay? I will, if you ask me a, a question where I do not know the answer, I'm going to put it into a range where the answer has to be inside that range. I don't suffer from overconfidence. I, I'm, I'm not going to try to pretend like I know. Okay, well, I mean, he actually wasn't wrong, and I think that's what made me the most mad. Is because, <laughs> yeah, it was at least five points. <laughs> it was at least five points. Try a 61. See, I was right. No, like, that's so crazy, though. So that literally makes him, okay, he's had 27 games with 40, that he's scored 40 points or higher. Mm-hmm. He's a beast. He's had six games this season where he's scored uh, uh, five, 55 points or more. There's a reason the Kardashian wanted to date him. Look at it. Look, he drops those. She would have ruined him, though. Yeah, that's true. Then, okay, so every other NBA player in the NFL. In the NFL? Every NBA player in the NFL. Um, every NBA, every other NBA player in the NBA 
every other NBA player combined, like what's their like how many uh, games they've had um, scoring more than fifty five points is two. So like yeah, it's hard, man. Six. So he's yeah. got three times more than the rest of the NBA. Now, if we only had a team to go around him, <laughs> honestly, honestly, a team. Uh, see, see, LeBron substance. takes some notes, man. That's how you do it. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, R.P. LeBron. Um, he's. It's just. It's gonna be. It's weird. Him not being in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But I think that he and is. You said this was the first time since 2003? Five? Five. Okay. Well, yeah. It's the first time in 2005, since 2005, yeah, that he hasn't been in the playoffs. Like, I was in. I'm fairly certain I was either in intermediate school or grade school. So I was in elementary school. It's insane. That's when uh, Aaron Rodgers was drafted. <laughs> Like, Razors were cool. Man. Drake wasn't Drake. He was Jimmy from Degrassi. The first iPhone had just come out, right? No, iPhone uh, hadn't come out. It was uh, when the uh, little... Uh, oh, yeah. You remember, you remember like, the first little iPod, the Shuffle? The na- the sh- no. The sh- Nano or Shuffle? The Shuffle, because the Shuffle didn't have a screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, and then, they have now, now they have, like, a Shuffle, same size, but it, it's a screen, touch screen, which is really weird because my mom has one. It's weird how they work. I don't like it. Okay, yeah, it is the shuffle. Because, yeah, they have, you know, so they have the shuffle, and then they have the nano. Yeah. And then they have the, uh, the like, sixth generation nano mm-hmm. is the one that's little, and it's just a screen. Okay, yeah, that's, see, that's the one my mom has. Like, what? It's nuts. Yeah, it's, it's the first time in a very, very long time that he has not um, made the playoffs. And so, but, yeah. Our Patriots news. We have two Patriots stories. Yay. Uh, I mean, I guess they're both. No, one of them's bad. Um, Gronk is retiring. Yeah. He could. I mean, I don't think he could keep on playing. Oh, yes, he could. No. No, no, no. He could. He can't. Yes, he could. He, he, he. No, he literally is too injured at this point. No, he legitimately could. It would just. He would just be crippled for life. So what's the point? He, no, no, I'm saying it's smart to walk away. I'm just saying, like, the men- I understand his mentality. It's he, hard. He's got so many surgeries to have. I've re-injured myself just because I love playing. It's just, I don't know. And you don't play anymore, I, right? Mm, because no. you got injured. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. He's uh, So he's had, like, $56 million in total over the all, and he hasn't even touched any of that. He's only been living off of his, like, Royal or not, I guess not royalties, but like he's just been living off of endorsements and stuff. That's all he's been living off. So he's still got all that money in the bank. He's retired at 29. Yeah, I was going to say, this is the thing. Okay, but this is like, this is his injury list, right? Major back surgery, strained ankle ligaments that he had surgery for, a broken forearm that he had surgery for, a rebroken of the same forearm that he had surgery for, an infection of that broken forearm. That took two surgeries to eradicate, another back surgery, a torn ACL slash MCL, which required extensive surgery, an undisclosed right knee injury, (laughs) no surgery required, finally, a hamstring injury, a pulmonary contusion, originally thought to be a collapsed lung, a herniated disc in his back, he had back surgery number three, a groin injury, and a concussion. 
So, I mean, I think what what I think it is, he, he's played he's played nine seasons. Mm-hmm. He's done he's well. He's got what four rings? Three. Three. Oh. I really, I really don't think that he could play anymore, and because of his age, because no, 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 what I'm saying is he's young. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he has it in yeah. him that he could do it. But I think that like. I think that people have started to tell him, you're a young guy and you've already had all of this stuff happen to you. You've had a great career. Leave it at that. Yeah. Because one more season, he goes out there, gets hit. He's done, done. Yeah. And when I say done, I mean, like, can't even walk done. See, it's just, it's really, I mean, it just sucks to see some of these players. Like, uh, Gronkowski has always been one of my favorites. Um, same with J.J. Watt. But they both. They both have, like, the same issues. Yeah, like injury. But, I mean, that's because they're targeted. They're targeted because they're so good. So they yeah. get targeted a lot, so they get hit a lot, and it's just it's unfortunate to see them go down. I saw some comments say, great player for a body made of glass. <laughs> and I was like, jeez. I was like, you've obviously never been hit. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a big dude, though, yeah. too. So, like, I mean, he's getting hit by big dudes. But, yeah, he... I think this is the best move for him. I personally, like on a personal level, I don't like Gronk. I think he's, no, no, no. This is just like, as a person, I think he's immature. Like, I think he's immature and dumb. No, no, no. He's not a full grown. He's not even 30. Well, no, but that's not an excuse to just like think that the word 69 is fun, like hilarious all the time. I don't know. I just don't think he's a professional, but now he's not. And so that's fine. Uh, like on the player side, though, I think he's a great player. He's very dedicated, and I, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. And he's definitely oh, yeah. he deserves, deserves it, it for yeah, sure. Yeah, he works. He worked hard for it. Yeah, I would think though, like he was still a kid when he was playing. He still is a kid. Yeah. I, oh, mm, he's a twenty-nine-year-old man. I, I, I think he needs to grow I think, up. Uh, I think in life experience, he's still, he's still like, yeah. Because he didn't have to go through certain, like, I don't know, like, having to search for a job, you know, yeah. nine to five and, you know, crap. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that, no, I think his maturity level is way low, too. Well, yeah. I just think that he is, like, I, like, he. That's what I'm saying. He's never had, to, he's never been hit with a, like, a professional setting to where he has to be professional all the time. I would, I would kind of disagree. I don't, I don't think that that matters, though. I've never been hit with like a. I've never been in like a professional board meeting or anything, but I know how to act around people. I just, I'm just saying he's really immature. Like he's very immature. Like he will, he like will just say like he's like a middle school kid who will just talk about sixty nine. Like I get it. It's funny, Gronk. Now go do some warm ups. He doesn't have sixty nine tattoos yet. <laughs> It's probably because the NFL, Adam Silver, NFL commissioner, wouldn't let him. I just, it's sad to see him go. I don't want to see him go. He's, Hon- a, he's a great athlete. Honestly, um, yeah, I agree. I think he's a great athlete. I'm not excited to see him go, but I definitely think he's doing what's best for him. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's cashing out great. He's going to be fine. And he was smart. Like I said, he's only lived on his endorsements. Now he's got all that nest egg to just go and retire. I really still, I really think he still lives with his parents. Yeah. Why? I think he take, he takes care of his parents. Yeah. Like he, like, I think he's a good guy. I just think he's really immature. But yeah. um, I think as long as he's a good person, I can't really knock him. No. Um, yeah, mm, yeah. I'd I rather guess. I'd rather be a, like a really good person, like 
and just being mature compared to like a mature person who's just, you know. I agree. Rude. I just, <laughs> just watching. Anytime I watch an interview with him, I'm just like, Jesus, like, just stop talking. Um, Please, God, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm honestly like, I think he is a good, um, he's a good player. He's a good athlete. The NFL will miss him. The Patriots will miss him. I will miss him. He, um, I he's not gonna be on ESPN anytime soon. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that. I just he... think it's crazy because he was like a senior in college when I was like a senior in high school. Did he graduate college? Or was I a senior? I don't think he did. Now nah, he went for the draft. Yeah. But I thought he went in his senior. He might have went in his junior year. So he would have just started the NFL when I was st- like in my end of my high school career. I don't think that he. I don't think he graduated. He was either he either went early or he um, or it was the senior year. I can't remember. There's this. Uh, we were watching it earlier. There's this. Um, uh, you know, drop the mic. Mm-hmm. There's a drop the mic with him and Gina Rodriguez. And um, I just thought it was so funny because he, like, that's part of the reason why I know he's so immature. Um, But she said, um, he said something about, I won a Super Bowl and I didn't even play. (laughs) And then she said something about winning a, um, I don't remember what she won, but she said, you did, oh, you won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you had help. I won a something. I did it all by myself. And I was like, ooh, Okay. But um, I'm trying to find out, dude, when he went. She went to Arizona, right? <clears throat> yeah, oh, that's another thing. She was like, you went to Arizona. That's barely a college. I was like, <laughs> He played. Um, hey, don't say that. My uh, my offensive line coach from college, went, he's now over there at Arizona. <laughs> oh, they weren't knocking Arizona for the athletic programs. We were knocking it for the education. Oh, but, yeah, understandable. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay, it looks like he played two years. So yeah, red shirt, and then no, he played his freshman year. Oh, hmm. yeah, he. So he, he wait, he declared sophomore. I guess so. Let's see, he was a pre business major. Interesting. Um, he was on the football team from 2017 to 2019. So he played. I'm sorry, 20, 2007 like, to 2008. What? Um, as a freshman in 2007, he recorded 28 receptions for 526 yards and six touchdowns. Hmm. 18.8 yards per reception. Jeez, well, on average. Know, all I know is, like, we had talked at the Super Bowl. I think this is going to be slowing down on the dynasty because they. Yeah, I was going to say. Start retiring or, you know. We still got Graskowski and we still got. Uh, man. Can't, oh, no, no, no. He retired. Crap. <laughs> but it, does, it doesn't matter. We still have Brady for at least one more year. We'll see what he oh, can do. You know what? He had back surgery mm-hmm. in college. See, that's where Red it started. Flag. Red yeah. flag right there. Um, he got drafted 42 overall, 42nd overall in the 2010 draft. Mm. So he didn't get to play his junior season. Well, dang. I'm going to miss him. Like I said, uh, I think this might be the end of end of my team for a little bit. I, I feel I like I'm going to turn into like a Cowboys fan. I, well, this no, this see, is our year. 
Well, no, I think it's, yeah, I think it's slowing down for sure. I think once you get to that point where it's like a regular thing. Also with OBJ going to the Browns now, mm-hmm. I definitely think that they're going to win more than five games. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. They got the gold, they got the Golden Boy, got him. We should definitely see something from him. We'll see something. I'm, I'm very interested. Like, I feel like a lot of, you know, the seasoned veterans are getting phased out. And we're getting replaced with new with the new boys. And so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I yeah, I agree. and I think I definitely think that it's a good thing. Um, all teams have to go through changes. We're going to be having a new team in Vegas. Yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm going <laughs> to have to be a Joe Flacco fan in Denver. Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot they got Flacco. Man, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be interesting. But um, thanks for tuning in. We'll ha- we'll keep you updated. With the uh, R. Kelly stuff, and, you know, he's not going to Dubai, so good. He needs to stay in his home that he doesn't own and owes a lot of bills for and rot. Um, I think he needs to go back to jail. uh, No, I agree. Yeah, sure. Soon. Um, (laughs) We'll have the uh, women's bracket updated, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll have some more uh, music news for you on next week's episode of Wave Wave of the the Planet. Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.